0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Heat Nation, welcome back into Believe in Miami Heat for a very, very special bonus episode. First time that we are doing a double episode week since Norris Cole has joined the show. I'm joined by Norris, the two-time champ, as always, and... Norris, this show so is coming out. This, this show coming out on March 25th. A lot of Heat Nation stressing out, stressing out about trade deadline, stressing out about losing streaks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we're not stressed out on this show today. And we're going to give the people something a little bit different. What we're going to do, because March 25th is not just the trade deadline in this weird COVID year. March 25th is also another major day, a huge day in the history of the Miami heat March 25th, as you know, Norris and the people will now remember tomorrow. March 25th is the eight year anniversary of the 27th win in the historic win streak. March 25th, 2013, the Miami heat beat the Orlando magic one Oh eight 94 for their 27th win, which is to this day, the second longest single season win streak in NBA history. And the third longest combined win streak, the Warriors did it over two seasons. They had 28 wins over two seasons. Uh, So what we will do is we're going to forget about losing streaks. We're going to forget about the stress of the deadline, Norris. We're going to take a trip back for the people, and we're going to reminisce about one of the all-time great runs in regular season NBA history.
0: Absolutely. What's up, Heat Nation? This is a time, you know, trade deadline, a lot of stress. Um, lost three in a row, you know. A lot of people are down right now in Heat Nation, but today we're going to cheer them up because this, was a, this represents the point in time where we won 27 straight games, bro. And along that ride, there's some very, very memorable moments in Heat Nation history that we're going to talk about. And so I'm excited. It's bringing back goosebumps, bringing back all of the memories. And I'm blessed that I was a part of that team.
1: Yeah, and there's... Some of those moments, uh, you know, the the real ones that the hardcore heat lifers that listen to this show, they're thinking about they're thinking back to this win streak and they're saying to themselves, let's just get right into it. Let's get into that's, it. There's there's some very specific moments that we'll definitely get into. And you know it. Uh, absolutely. We're going to talk about that will live in not just heat history, pop culture history. That's pop a little bit of culture history. That's that's a little bit of a tease. There's so much to get into. And before we do. Let's talk real quickly about some of our favorite people in the world. That's the people over at Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I talk about it weekly, and that's because it's the only online sports book that I use every week. We're smack dab in the middle of March Madness. Sweet 16 is only a couple days away. Florida State versus Michigan. You know I got action on that. You know I only filled that one bracket, and you know I have Florida State winning it all. Might not be the best pick, but hey, I'm riding with my boys. You ride with whoever you think. You think Florida State has a chance? Go ahead and do it. But if you're going to ride with anybody, ride with them on Bet Online. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Uh, but be, like, I, I want to go a little bit in, in somewhat in chronological order of this thing um, in terms of how it went down. But I guess first, my first question that I thought is just for you, you know, th- being eight years ago now, the anniversary of the of the 27th win, you know, what comes to mind about that time, that streak you know, a year after winning a championship? having a historic run like that, like what's the first thing that you think about when you think about that run?
0: Man, that run was fun. Um, it was also tough physically and mentally. It was, it was very tough, but it was so much fun, bro. We enjoyed ourselves on and off the court. Um, so many memorable moments. And I think about just pure dominance. Um, that was a team full of alpha males. That was a team full of highly competitive people. From, the, from Pat Riley all the way down to the training staff, you know, everyone was competitive. And we obviously, as the players, we were ultra competitive. And so, you know, those are the things that I think about on that run. I mean, we were the Heatles. And to this day, we are the Heatles.
1: Yeah, the heat. The, 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 did you guys, when that was happening, you know, like, you were in it. So did you think about it? Did you personally think about it? Did the team, like, did spo ever say anything when you got to like 15 wins or 20 wins like did you hear the media talking about it or was it just like now this we got business to take care of
0: man bro our team was so organic we never even talked about it we never discussed it ever um we just lived in the moment that's one thing spo used to always talk about and that's one thing we used to always do and tell each other and live in the moment and take it as cliche as it sounds we took it one game at a time bro We really took it one game, one day at a time, and enjoyed it. We never discussed the streak until it was over. The only time we discussed it was after it was over, and we discussed it one time, and then we moved on from it because ultimately our goal was to win a championship. Our goal wasn't to win 27 straight. The goal is to play in the regular season and prepare to get the final 16. The final 16 is the first game all the way to the last game of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, like – so I actually was going to ask you that towards the end, but I, I, since you mentioned it, what was that conversation like after the last game? Like, did you, what was, we, was there, was there a, like a, a recognition of like the magnitude of what you did or what was it like? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, so what we did was we took a moment in the locker room. Um, like we took a moment, literally, like we sat there and quiet. We took a moment to realize what we just did. We congratulated each other. And then, you know, after that we was like, all right, it's over with now. Let's go win a championship. Because it wouldn't have mattered if we did all that and didn't win. Right. Our, our, every, every year that the big three came together, it was championship or bust, bro. It wasn't – nothing else mattered. It was championship or bust. So we took a moment. We embraced each other. We embraced the streak. We talked about, you know, you know congratulated each other. And then after that, once we left that locker room, after that game, after we lost, it was like, all right, all right let's go win the championship.
1: So I guess, like, you know – The fact that you guys didn't talk about it and like didn't really wreck, I mean, look, I'm just going to be honest. It's hard for me to believe that you're human beings. You hear, you see what's going on, that you didn't think about it at all. But let's just, you know, but in terms of whether it's this win streak, right? Like winning 27 straight games or just that's winning a ton of games in general. Talk about, you know, how much more difficult it is being – the defending champs being on a team with the big three that, you know, I guess you have a target on your back, like how hard it is to sustain the level of success you guys were able to sustain for such a long time that season coming off of such a successful year.
0: Man, man, it was very tough. I mean, when you're the defending champs, you you automatically understand that whenever you go to a team's gym, a team's arena, that you're going to get their best shot. It's going to be sold out. Everyone's going to be at the game. You know, teams are going to have that adrenaline rush, that excitement to play you. But for us, it was about practicing our habits, developing our habits so that we can be ready to to win the championship. And part of being able to win the championship is finding different ways to win, being able to win in stressful situations, being able to win on the road. And during those 27-game win streak, we were – able to go through all of those situations that it was going to take to win the championship and so even though we won those games those games were tough bro and those t- those games helped propel us you know for Nba finals run
1: but yeah, I mean it, oh yeah cool
0: it, but it was organic bro when i say that it was truly organic it really was bro we we, we never talked about like bro we didn't won 20 in a row bro we won 15 in a row we never discussed that in the locker room we never did it's crazy to me
1: that it just never even came like it was never even a thought like it's just so hard to
0: i mean i gotta because, think having bro, been like having a championship or bus bro right you gotta understand how st- our team was literally championship or failure it was no nothing else bro <laughs> and that's why it was so fun that's why we was able to enjoy ourselves because we knew the pressure that we were under
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah you've you've
1: talked about like um keeping it almost like the camaraderie of the team and keeping it, you know, almost like keeping, it almost sounds like keeping it light in a year where you, where there is so much pressure. And you talked about like team bonding and, you know, you know, going to dinners and stuff like that. Was there, was there a lot of stuff? Like what, what was, I guess, without going into like, whatever too much detail, like what was like the team bonding experience? Like, was it everyone? Was there groups? Was it, you know these guys hung out. With these or was it just like anytime Bro, the team it, did something, it, it everyone it, did it everything. together?
0: It was everything. We had we had events where the whole team came together. Where we would like watch the Super Bowl, stuff like that. You know, we had um, team get-togethers to where we, you you bring your wives and your families and stuff like that. Um, obviously, on the road, we had a lot of things where it was just the guys, just the players. You know, the playing rides were epic. The conversation, the games you know the gambling, bus rides, a lot of gambling bus, a lot of gambling a lot of a lot of car playing i'm just gonna say that a lot of car playing a lot of car okay. playing i've been um, on those
1: pl- i've been not on your plane rides but i've been on some of those plane rides i've been taking yeah, of, i've been taking a time or two uh it's yeah, not well, smart to be a video guy gambling with Al jefferson just put it that way
0: yeah that's um, not smart and you know i was i was young so i did, did i did not participate at all in any of that gambling. but <laughs> you know they had a lot of you know it was a lot of fun we had a lot of jokes and music everybody had different personalities you know man the conversations were epic Shane Battier he was every now and then he'd get up and go on a stand-up comedy rant I mean it was just so crazy bro it was just so fun and everybody is like our personalities all because we were different we all matched up well and so that's shane
1: Baddier doing stand-up comedy is very fascinating to me
0: it's not that he did stand-up comedy it's just, he that just whenever whenever he would get up and go on a rant it was just like stand-up comedy bro so he was so funny bro
1: what, what was it was his style like getting up and roasting people or getting up and just being funny
0: no what the saying we had with shane battier was he's always for the people <laughs> okay he's, he used to get up like he was like like he was Barack Obama or something to be talking. Ah, okay. (laughs) And he he, he would always talk about giving the people a social social touch. (laughs) I don't even know that. Social touch. He would always talk about, yes, we have to touch the people. We have to be for the people. (laughs) And he would go on and on with it. Like, he would get up like he's giving his speech. But it was like pure comedy, bro. And like, if you ask anybody that played for that team, Whenever Shane Betty it goes on one of his little rants, bro, it was just so epic, bro. We would be crying like in literal tears listening to Shane talk.
1: I gotta think for you, that was your second year, right? Like you won your first two mm-hmm. years were two championships, right? I gotta yeah. think for you, even in the second, just even even though you just came off a championship, just even in that second year during a run like this, just being around the bad, even Shane, but like the, you're you're around just all these all-time greats at man. what 24 years old yeah, like man. just for you sh- just to even just be a fly on the wall i mean you're obviously a, you're you're i mean you're not a fly on the wall you're a huge contributor to a championship team but you're also just right. this young guy that's thrown in the mix with this knowledge base
0: that's just unreal man i listen i took it all in bro because obviously i'm a highly competitive person so i was there to do my job you know i wasn't you know i'm not a i'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a a male groupie or nothing like that. So, (laughs) you know, I (laughs) I wasn't just happy to be there. You know, I had a job to do, but I definitely embraced having all of that knowledge around me. And, you know, I talked to everyone. I learned lessons from everyone. I mean, you just think, every person on that team was all world, either in college. Shane Batty is one of the best college basketball players ever. I mean, oh, yeah. you got. I mean, you got Lebron's one of the best. Who's, who's arguably, you know, one of the best, or if not the best player ever. You got Dwayne Wade, who's one of the best shooting guards ever. You had Chris Bosh, who was one of the best, you know, power forwards ever. He's Olympian. Ray Allen, Rashard Lewis, one of the best three point shooters ever. You got yeah, Ray? Ray
1: actually at the time Ray was probably the best three point shooter ever. Like I don't think there was as much for sure, of an argument, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, he was the best shooter ever. Then you got Ud and Birdman, who were two of the best championship role players ever and two ultimate tough guys i mean you had rio who's the most confident individual to ever walk this earth <laughs> i mean that's great yeah, it, I, man, yeah we had really a team was. i mean you had mike miller who, you know we called him killer you know one of the best you know he had one of the best moments shooting the three ball with his shoe off the james before. jones right we had James Jones, we called him champ, the three-point champ, who's also one of the smartest, most intellectual business guys you will ever meet. And man, that might be
1: executive a- of the year this year, I think.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we had a that's man, we had a roster full of guys, bro. And I was just happy to be a part of it and play my role. And like I said, we had fun together, bro.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, so. As far back on the streak, though, so we talked about before we talk about because there was a streak within the streak that I want to talk about. But I also, you know, we talk about the difficulty of these games and 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 winning 27 in a row and even just winning in general. There was like there was kind of a theme in this streak, which was, uh, you know, getting down early and coming back. <laughs> and and you that know, was it not is, the
0: plan, bro. That obviously, was that's not, not in the plan.
1: Like, <laughs> obviously, it's not the plan. But, you know, that is what it is that you know, was that just part of being in the, it was, it wasn't even like this was the beginning of the, this was the middle of a year trying to get back to a championship. Was it just one of those things where like, you know, teams are giving you their best shot. We're going to fall behind, but we always kind of had the confidence and, and the, and we knew in our, that in our, in our capability was we're oh we're going to come back. Like we, we know what we got to do, even if we fall behind, like, or even like the Cavs game where you guys are up 22 and then they came back and then D Wade went off or, or, I mean, there's a bunch, there's a few games, but was that just sort of a mentality thing where it was like, no matter what happens, we're confident that we we're going to get this done.
0: Um, well, we always knew that we play our best. Nobody could beat us. We, we always knew that, but it just teams, you know, sometimes we would start off slow in other games teams with, a teams would just, you know, come out and play well, but, it was just part of the journey, bro. It was just part of the journey. And we always knew that on a championship run, there's always going to have to be games that you come back and steal. There's going to have to be games that you win where you're not playing your best. You're going to have to sustain runs. When no one team's going to run, you're going to have to be able to take their run and then go on another run yourself. And those games prepared us for that. And those being down, uh, we never had panic on our team. We never panicked. Spo never panicked. Our players we never panicked, and it's just that all of those games prepared us, bro, for what we were going to face in our finals run, and it made it that much more special. Like when you can be down and know that you can come back, and know that you're going to come back, that just gives you a different type of confidence on the court, bro. And we had unlimited confidence in our in our in our uh, abilities and in ourselves. Yeah. And in one guy in and particular, the Cleveland game, bro. The Cleveland, the most special Cleveland game was the game on the road in Cleveland. Yeah, we the, were
1: dude, down, the, the dude that, man, we, was down, like, the dude that was we were down was, like, the dude that was we were
0: down like 22 points going into the fourth quarter or something like that. And then LeBron went crazy. 27 in the second half. Yeah, we were down twenty-seven. Then that yeah, was that, the twenty-fourth,
1: the twenty-fourth win. And there was a dude wearing a shirt that said LeBron, come home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that that got that was what got all the publicity.
0: <laughs> man, that, that game was after that game, I was like, man, I don't know. We're going to never lose again after that game. It was like, that was crazy.
1: Yeah, that that is 27-point lead. That is insane. That is nothing. And yeah, and LeBron scored 10 straight in the fourth quarter um, to to end up winning that game. Um, but Speaking of LeBron, like I said, there was a streak within the streak, which was LeBron had six consecutive games of 30 points, shooting 60% from the field, which was the first time any player had ever done that, five was the record before that. And obviously, and then, you know, over the 27 games, he shot like damn near 60% from the field, just a little bit under. Um, and I, and look, he was MVP that year. We already know the greatness, but was there something as the year progressed, as you got, you know, when the streak happened, like you talk about that 24th game was when he had 10 points in the fourth quarter after being down 27, was there more that you, was it, was that just common? Was that just LeBron to you guys? Or as this year, as great as he already was in basically what was his ninth or 10th season? Did you see more as this season went on where it's like, wow, there's a, there is a whole other level of greatness from this guy.
0: Well, we always knew that he was great. That was never in question. We always knew that. And we, we always appreciated that. Um, We could never take him for granted, but we also saw his progression. He was constantly getting better, which is scary when he was already the best player in the world at the time. So we, we were just, you know, a part of his, his growth, a part of his progression to greatness. And to see it, you know, he would go games 11 for 12 from the field, bro. Like, that's mm. so crazy. Like, I don't think people know how, how tough that is for a guy who handles the ball that much, a guy who's one of the best scorers of all time, to be going games 11 for 12, 12 for 13, 10 of 12, over a whole game. Guys wish they could shoot free throws that well. Let alone go shoot that wheel from the the floor, bro. It was just – I believe in timing, and it was just like the perfect time where everything came together for our team and for him as an individual and his growth in his game. And we needed that. We needed the growth in his game in order to help us win those championships. And it always helps when you have a team full of competitors – and you also have the best player in the world. It always helps.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and then it always helps. Yeah, and then I think the other notable LeBron thing, which was a team thing, but I think LeBron got the credit. You know, it's LeBron, so you know the, the, it gets picked up that it's a LeBron thing. Was the the pregame dunk contests where it was just, oh, yeah, bro, that it, was. You know, LeBron gets the attention from it, but it was it was everyone, right?
0: Yeah, it was everybody, man. It's, man, I used to get my little left hand windmill dunks in. Uh, you know, Birdman come down the lane, everybody do they dunks, and then you know who gonna close the show? You know, King James gonna close the show, man. That's all that was, and uh, it was it was a thing. It became a thing. People would get to the games early. Everybody had a recordings out, watch it. The, the news station, ESPN, and all the major sports outlets would get there early to you know watch the show, and that that was just part of that was just one one saga of the Heatles bro. The pre-game dunk contest
1: yeah and it just it it, it it speaks to you know just sort of even though there's this immense pressure on you guys there's still a lightness there's a there's like a we we just we know the job right but, but we don't we're not going to let it overwhelm us like we we've we were there we know what we have to do to get back but we can still enjoy ourselves enjoy each other and have
0: fun Exactly. We we definitely wanted to make sure we enjoyed ourselves because you gotta understand, these are times that's gonna last forever. Mm-hmm. These these moments, we we understood that. Listen, we are doing something remarkable that could possibly go down in the history of the game, and so you don't want to do all that and not enjoy it. And we we made sure that we enjoyed ourselves while we while we were doing it.
1: Yeah, and then obviously the fun continued. But be, before we get to the like the funnest probably arguably the funnest part of of this whole streak maybe season but definitely happening during this streak uh you guys won seven games before the break and 20 after the break but the game right before the break was the was the nba finals rematch against okc kd versus lebron you guys Mm -hmm. end up winning but kd goes for 40 lebron goes for 39 can you talk a little about i mean obviously you saw it in the finals but then even that matchup just like seeing it again the next year what just witnessing those two at their peaks going head to head, like what it's like seeing that kind of greatness, you know. Up close. And that, that
0: was just high level basketball at its finest, bro. He had you had the best player in the game going up against the next best player, the guy who's trying to take over as the best player in the game. Um, you know, KD had won the MVP I think the year the season before that. Mm-hmm. You know, LeBron had won three out of the last four MVPs up until that point, so it was you know, LeBron's the best player in the world. KD was trying to stake his claim as the best player in the world. And, you know, those two were definitely unmatched when it came to who was the best two. They were definitely the top two players at the time. And to be able to see that, because growing up, you 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 hear about Bird and Magic. And then I got to see, you know, MJ versus whoever was, you know, MJ. A bunch, a bunch of dudes yeah. that weren't yeah. as good as MJ. MJ. <laughs> MJ used to destroy everybody, you know. Then you had like, <laughs> uh Kobe against T-Mac and Allen Iverson and stuff yeah. like that. You had different mm-hmm. rivalries, but to finally see in the modern day in my in my, you know, adult years to be able to see two of the best go at it and be on the court with them, man, it was it was just it was just high level basketball at its finest, bro.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the bird magic thing, it never ended up being really bird magic, but it was something that you always thought there was a possibility yeah, 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 of it. You know what I mean? I, when like I you, say
0: bird magic, I made mean two of the best players going no, at it.
1: I, I look, I always – Because it definitely like, wasn't a rivalry. Back then, but even back then, like when KD was coming up and LeBron was already the probably the best in the league at the time, like I, there was this thought in my mind even back then, and I was working in the league back then where I was like, this could be the bird magic of our generation. It could be. It could have been. Yeah, but obviously, yes, but, things change. Well obviously,
0: things definitely changed. All
1: right, real quick, Norris, before we move on, I got to give a shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, and that's the people over at eBay. Uh, whether it's rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for at eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity, and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers. $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today, eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Um, All right. So the next two things that I want to go through are outside of winning 27 games in a row, which will obviously be, which will go down in league history as one of the most impressive things that's ever happened. And then on top of going on to win a championship, right? Uh, And win your second championship in a row and go down as a historic franchise. These next two events for Heat fans, they will go down in Heat history, and arguably some Heat fans may remember these way more than the fact that you won 27 games, which is crazy, but they might.
0: I'm, 100, I'm 100% sure most people know about what we're talking about more than the win streak. I'm 100%
1: sure of that. It's unbelievable. So the 11th win was that Cavs win where you, the D. Wade scores 11 in the 4th. Mm-hmm. Then March 28th. March March 28th. Was it March? No, no. Excuse me, not March 28th. February. it couldn't have been March 28th. Yeah. Sorry, February 28th. I put March. 28th. February 28th. The Harlem Shake video comes out. I do oh. the Harlem Shake.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. Um. I just whose I who whose idea was it? How did it come together? How did you pick your costume? How how like who bro, choreographed bro, bro. it? Like of all. all of it? Like just. It, tell first me everything. All, we we want to know everything.
0: Of all, first of all, let me tell you how risky that was and what we did. We had a game the next day against the Memphis Grizzlies, who back then was not no pushover. right? And so, first of all, we was like, are we going to really do this? <laughs> because, like I said, our team, we were so in touch. We were in tune. We were in tune to social media. We were in tune to what was going on in hip-hop culture. We were in tune to everything. And so, we were the trend of the NBA at the time, and the Harlem Shake was the trend of, like, pop culture. everything, pop culture. And so it was like, yo, we're the biggest team in sports. If we do this video, one, it has to be epic. Two, it's going to be epic. But three, if we do this the day before a game and we don't win, we're going to get major backlash. And Pat Riley is going to come down here and destroy this locker room. So we was like, all right, we're going to do this, but we got to make sure we whoop these cats tomorrow. And we was like, all right, deal. We made a deal with each other. And we was like, we're going to do it. And we had full choreography. (laughs) You know, D-Wade was the fashion guy. So he he brought in a bunch of costumes and stuff like that. And we talked about the only thing that we really scripted was the intro part. The Birdman thing? And and that wasn't even really scripted. Because if you knew anything about the Harlem Shake, the first five seconds of the song, everything is real calm. And then once once the beat dropped, you know, it goes haywire. So we just did our little normal pregame stretches, relaxing while Birdman do his thing. And then when the beat dropped, you know, we made history. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, D-Wade, D-Wade brought in costumes? Man, D-Wade is the fashion guru of the team. At least he thought he was. So, you know, he had a, he had a whole bunch of costumes, a whole bunch of clothes. Him and his stylist, man, they, they got clothes for every event. And so... <laughs> yeah yeah he bought in So you're <laughs> so you're you co- like your your
1: nc hammer your costume was a d wade thing or was that a you thing
0: i chose it i picked it but i mean i don't have nothing like that laying around my crib <laughs> so i had to get it from somewhere <laughs> but, like you know, I wait was, so I d wade was, just I was, has you know, a nc hammer so you know nc hammer was the hip-hop you know the hip-hop guru so i was nc hammer with the flat top <laughs> and, you know, you saw you saw what D-Wade had on the red, the velvet suit and all the, type of with the, with the dancing props. bear with the dancing yeah. bear head
1: on his head. And he had yeah, CB with the cowboy hat and the big boombox and the robe. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, I just the, the D-Wade part fascinates me because like Mario, Mario Chalmers is wearing a Mario costume. Super Mario, man. D-Wade had a Mario
0: costume. I mean, I mean I'm sure some guys had a little bit. Of stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, nobody, like, nobody's walking around a house, you know, with horse helmets and bear heads and stuff like that unless, you, <laughs> unless you're really into fashion and really into, like, you know, that type of thing, which, like I said, D-Wade was heavily into fashion and heavily into events and stuff like that. And so anybody that needed a costume, go to D-Wade.
1: And then and you got – I mean, you got – uh you got ud with the fireman's helmet and the wwe championship belt i mean you got james jones wearing the clown hair richard got the uh get the mime got the mime, Jab, got the doing...
0: mime Jabberwocky mask yep, on. Yep.
1: <laughs> and then ray was ray wearing the lucha libre he's wearing the wrestler's mask i mean it was it's just so unbelievable hey bro it was epic man it and was, you was, and this is why i asked about the choreography because if you go back and for people who i'm sure you've watched it recently i'm sure other heat i mean i'm sure heat fans have it has i'm looking right now uh the miami heat harlem shake chris bosh edition i don't know it's from his youtube page has 1.8 million views um so uh and that's just
0: on his imagine the, the original one
1: oh yeah 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 um you are like in prime placement in this video. Like you, you're right. Like LeBron's obviously right there in the middle, King James. And then over his right shoulder is Rio. And over his left shoulder is NC hammer. And then <laughs> Bosh is off to the side and D Wade in the bear costume a little further back. But the two of you are just like flanking LeBron, like right there in prime position. That's why I asked about the choreography.
0: No, nah, that, that part was just organic. That once the beat drop in, we was just like, let's go ham. Let's just do our thing. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. You yeah, can tell. Was... Other than
1: Bird, Birdman <laughs> did his intro, and then he just stood in the back with whatever see, he was holding was up all, in the
0: air. That was so subtle, though. We need that when you, whenever you have stuff going on, you need to subtle the subtle things in the back because it was another part. Of Shane Batty was back there with his what is his uh, space with his space cadet, his uh, space yeah. Uh, costume and so if you really watched the whole video in its entirety man it was a lot of things a lot of moving parts going on at once bro
1: it's it's just so remarkable to me and again like the dunk contests and the team outings and then this like the ability for a team with so much pressure on their back to not take themselves too seriously not get caught up in the moment and still be able to like produce a moment that it's not just it's not just an NBA moment. It's a pop culture moment. Like everything before this, I think you guys, I gotta think, at least you were the first at team or athletes that blew up. I mean, I think a lot of other teams and sports people started doing it, but this
0: was the one that was like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. Yeah, man, man. We we truly were the Heatles, bro. Yeah. In every sense, in every sense of the word, we was the best show on the court with the way we played, you know, alley oops and all of that. Dunk contest, uh, layup lines, but then off the court, you know, we Harlem Shake video. Um, we were, you know, we had the, the Trayvon Martin, you know, wearing our hoodies.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you know,
0: we were we were socially conscious group, bro, and we believe, you know, we believe that we had to enjoy the ride because, you know, we we know that we don't get this time back, and the only thing we were we were going to be able to have was our memories, and so we wanted to make sure. The memories were not just about work, but about some fun too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, so well, and you mentioned like what Pat would do, right? If 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 you guys didn't win that next game, and I I can't help but thinking this is 2013. Twitter's around, but it's still growing, and the 24 hour news cycle is still growing. Like it was, it was still a thing, but not the way it's a, it's turned into this monster that it is today. Like if you if you guys did that today. And lost. Oh my god! Like
0: oh man, I can't even never,
1: imagine. I can't even imagine Stephen A. Smith the next day. Oh man, we would never hear the end of it. <laughs> especially the LeBron, good thing, especially LeBron.
0: Oh man, oh man, they would have crucified him. But the good thing is, we don't have to worry about that because we took care of business. Absolutely. We had we had each other's back. That's one. That's the another thing about that team. We always support each other and had each other's back, man. Oh yeah,
1: it's <laughs> unbelievable. So, you guys come back, obviously beat. Memphis win, mm-hmm. win, 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 keep winning. The 23rd win of the streak is against the Celtics. And there was talk during that time that they might snap the streak. They had snapped Houston's 22 game streak by uh, a couple of years before that. They were up 17. Another one of these games, they were up 17 at one point. They had a 13 point lead in the second half. You come back, you get the win. But in this game, in the second quarter, Norris, with five minutes and thirty seconds left, I would argue the greatest turnover of your career, and maybe the greatest assist of your career, because of it. <laughs> With five thirty left, you throw, you try. It looked like you guys were running like an elbow set, and you try. You, Jason Terry, I believe, is the one who steals the ball, mm-hmm. and then D-Way gets the steal, gives it up to Rio, who gives it up to you, and I'll just say. I'm gonna give a shout out to my guy Jonathan Zaslow, who does radio for the Heat. I mm-hmm. asked him, we were talking about it yesterday, and his question was Did you think you're gonna get charged with accessory to murder after throwing the lob to LeBron <laughs> and he dunked on Jason Terry? Because that is, I gotta mean I mean, other I mean, maybe D. Wade's dunk over Anderson Baraja, where he knocked him into the basket. I would say I don't think that's better than that. This has got to be the best dunk in franchise history. This was the most one of the most savages dunks in NBA history. You threw the assist.
0: You threw the assist. No doubt, no doubt. Let me tell you though, as as nice as that dunk was at the time, at the time, we didn't think it would be like how it is now. Though, it was just one of many alley oop dunks you know that we did. Like I threw I threw LeBron a bunch of nice you know, sports center quality alley oops. But this one, obviously Jason Terry used to talk a lot of trash back in the day. You know, he used to talk a lot of trash. And so, you know, LeBron, that was a that was a chance for LeBron to be able to baptize him and get some get back. But like if you notice the play when we when the play happened, the bench went crazy. But you know, me and me, LeBron and Rio and DWay we didn't like jump up and go crazy. It was just like another play. I was, Man. and you know what? I,
1: no, I noticed that, like LeBron, yeah, was, LeBron kind of looks at him because obviously yeah, he, just, bro,
0: was just, he just
1: dunked him. But you kind of just, you just kind of looked at LeBron like it was just another play.
0: Yeah, because that was, bro. I mean, I, I had thrown LeBron so many lobs, bro. It was just like another play. But the social media part of it, when they mm-hmm. kept showing it one year anniversary, then two year anniversary, then three year, I'm like, bro, that dunk was that crazy. And so I'm like, Man, like this dunk is like out of all the dunks, you know how many dunks LeBron had that season. How many alley oops we threw that season, bro? It was mi- many, and so for that one to be the like the most memorable one, bro, it's special. And I'm I'm glad I was able to. I'm glad I didn't take that layup. Out of all the layups that I didn't shot, good <laughs> shot I'm glad I didn't take that layup. I'm, I'm, <laughs> nobody would have remembered that play if I would have got the layup. That ultimately, that,
1: <laughs> I mean, obviously, that you may have had more important assists, but. Like, just in yeah. terms of a highlight, that's got to be the best assist to your career.
0: Uh, I mean, it's the most memorable to everybody else. For me, I don't think it's the best one, but.
1: Interesting. I mean, for, I just for, mean in terms of, like, a highlight. For, for yeah, shock, like, the way people remember. Value, yeah, yeah. For,
0: for, for shock value, yeah. For shock value, that one was definitely nasty because he really dunked, like, dunked him into the ground, bro.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think, look part of it i'm sure and then heat nation heat fans remember it so fondly because they take i mean they they take pride in it also just be it was the celtics it was jason terry it was right. the, it was during the win streak like all Absolutely. these things they, there was all these things that it was such a build-up and then that and then he did
0: that I almost i almost wonder what he was doing when he jumped like i think it was the instinct i don't even think I think he probably jumped and was like, oh man, I probably didn't even mean to jump because he had no shot at blocking that. I mean, I, LeBlanc was running, he was running full speed. He took off, like, you know, he got that ionic, that iconic leg, one leg takeoff. Mm-hmm. Man, he took off. I threw it to where only he could catch it. And for, for the rest Jason, is 30, yeah, it was history, bro. For him to even think about jumping, it was like, it made it even worse for him. (laughs) It would have been better if he just would have turned and got out the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what most, yeah. When most of the time when LeBron's (laughs)
1: coming down like that, that's what most people do. It had to be. Yeah. I think you're right. It had to be instinct of just, he saw you make the pass. He didn't know who was coming. He just saw the pass go up and he turned around. I was like, I guess this is what I got to do.
0: I, I set him up for the failure. (laughs) <laughs> hey.
1: and you know what heat nation is always going to love it love you for it because it's one of Absolutely. the all-time great highlights in the history i mean it's it's got i, I mean, wish
0: i wish i wish when they show it on sports center and they put it on instagram i wish they give give your boy some credit you know they always know. talk about lebron jumped on jason terry i'm like man it was the alley oop pass give your boy some credit sometime
1: <laughs> yeah well hey look i tell you what Heat Nation remembers because the there is uh, outside, no doubt no outside doubt outside of Heat Nation they might remember as LeBron but I'm telling you like my guy Zazlo when I hit him up I said can you what what do you want me to ask Norris and he and he said he knew that you threw the pass and he said do you did you think you were gonna get charged with accessory to murder because you threw the pass so <laughs> and here, that's what
0: most people say too when when people message me about that play they would be like bro accessory or they'd be like <laughs> they say something like the setup man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Then people look, it is one of those moments that is always gonna live in heat history. It's for this generation of heat fans because
0: NBA history, bro. It'd be on it's a it's on the ESPN app every every time it's the anniversary, bro. Yeah, every every time on the on the ESPN app, the sports center app, the bleacher report app, any sports outlet app has that on there, bro.
1: Yeah crazy unbelievable um it's awesome that you that you threw that pass it's just it's awesome that you
0: were it it, you know it's crazy i'm glad i could throw it because um you know that turnover it makes up for the turnover
1: (laughs) i know i had to i feel bad i had to but yeah nobody
0: even knows that that was a turnover bro what you doing
1: no they know d wade got the steal and it was a fast break but i'm saying for you it actually is a silver lining because i'm sure I don't know how many turnovers you had in your career, but it turns out to be the best turnover you ever had because best it led. It, it turns out that it it became an, a, a, one of the greatest highlights in NBA history. You know, some turning no a negative into that. a positive, right? You always want me to be glass half full on here, right? That's what you're yeah, asking. Yeah, man, be for.
0: positive, joy. Be I am positive, being positive, my guy.
1: Hey, hey, be be po- <laughs> hey! Look, best turnover you ever had. Heat <laughs> Heat Nation will ne- look. Most people won't remember that, and they won't even remember. They don't care. It was yeah. worth it. It was worth most, it. You know what? You planned it, it. You planned that turnover.
0: You planned that. Nah, never that, but <laughs> if, if, there ever was going to be a way to turn it over, it was going to be like that
1: hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Uh, so that was the, tw- you know, that game was the 23rd game, end up beating the Celtics, then three more, excuse me, four more. We already talked about, you know, the 20, 20- it didn't really sink in, you know, until after the loss, Was there any other moments, like, particularly from that streak, like games or moments that stuck out to you that we didn't necessarily hit?
0: I mean, you had the LeBron step back three to win the game in Golden State. Mm. Um, You had all – I mean, bro, it was so many memories you can talk about. But all of them, you know, the Cavalier game really stood out to me, you know, being back in Cleveland, being down by twenty-seven points at one point in the second half, and coming back and winning that game, stood out to me. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that but, is, the mo- but that but is the, a crazy. The, one. the part, of the, the 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 best part wasn't just one moment; it was just a combination of moments of being able to have that type of focus and that type of drive. Man, you have to be a highly competitive person to be able to win twenty-seven straight games without no slip-ups. You had to be incredibly, incredibly focused and incredibly, incredibly um, competitive. And our team was made up of alpha males. We were made up of highly, highly, highly competitive individuals. And I believe that's one of the reasons why we were able to do what we did. And the, the cool part about it was we shared a moment together after we finally lost. We shared that was the only time we talked about it. And that was the last time we talked about it until after the season when we won the championship, because right. after, after that last loss, we said, you know, fellas, we took a moment, literally like a moment of silence. Um, we, 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 you know, we talked about what we just accomplished and how special it was. And then after that, we said, all right, now let's go out here and win a championship. And we never talked about the streak again until after the season was over and we had won the championship.
1: Yeah, that's a, it's unbelievable. and, Obviously like I'll end I'll end with this um, because we'll obviously we're gonna do more episodes like this because I think I love this this is awesome this is a great I mean great like just listening and hearing about it but also I'm sure you know I know heat Nation loves these kind of stories and and hearing about the history of the heat. Um, so we'll obviously talk about that you know we'll talk about the finals down the line and the playoffs and big moments. but you know when you look back at this this run um 27 in a row, 66 wins. I kind of feel like this season in particular with the again with the difficulty of coming off of a championship winning 66 games, having a 27 game win streak which is in in the modern era, you know, un, just unheard of and then going on to win a championship. I don't know that this this single season gets talked about enough as potentially one of the best in NBA history. I know it gets talked about but I still Man, think. And- I think it it so quickly gets passed over by what the Bulls did and what the Warriors did, even though the Warriors lost when they went seventy three and nine or whatever. Like they didn't win the finals.
0: We on, an, on another podcast um, that I that I hosted during the pandemic, and I had D Wade on as a guest. We talked about that when they because it was a list that came out the top teams or net, uh, dynasties of the two thousands, and our team wasn't on there. And I was like, and I was like, that is crazy how you can put any of these teams on there and not have our team on there. When our team won, you know, we, we won two out of what we went to four straight finals, won two of them. Then our, our cultural significance, you know, we were definitely the most popular team. We did trendy thing. We had trendsetters and everything with fashion, with the Harlem shake, with the Trayvon Martin, Mm-hmm. You no, know, we obviously we had you no. Know, LeBron won um, MVPs. You know we had three Olympians on our team. Like I'm like, how could we four, not first, be on Four, there? four first ballot four Hall, of first Hall of Famers. Like, yeah, it was crazy. So, I I put our team up against anybody. I believe we have a chance against anybody. You know,
1: and in, I think in particular this run, like this season.
0: Yeah, this particular season we're talking about, I, I will put this team up yeah. to compete against anybody. Yeah. You know, not saying not, not saying that we would guarantee win against everybody, but I like our chances against anybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, and this will be a good this will be a good place to to end it. And we because we'll discuss it more down the line. I think for some reason, team when when they talk about teams, going 4-3, 4-3 in the conference finals and the finals going seven games in both of those,
0: mm-hmm. people hold that against you guys. Hey, man, it was a highly competitive league at the time. The Eastern Conference was, was not the, the – the Eastern Conference wasn't the weaker conference at the time. That's mm-hmm. for sure. You know, we had highly – you know, Chicago Bulls, the Boston Celtics, the Indiana Pacers. You know, that was – that they were they were tough teams, you know.
1: Absolutely. No question. But – so. Yeah, Th- that's a story for another that. story for another day that's a story yeah, yeah, for another yeah. we, day for we, now we stay positive the anniversary of the 27 one of the greatest win streaks in NBA history Norris this was um, unbelievably fun and I think we got to do do some more of these we got to do another one sure. pretty soon
0: for sure for sure man we got to talk about those memorable moments on those championship teams but today we want to the- uplift the people we want to give them a reminder that even though it's a lot of stress going on with the deadline and you know losing streaks or whatever we want to give the heat nation in the words of shane batty a good social touch <laughs> <laughs> a social a good touch. social touch yes a good uh, social touch
1: a good right, good well, memory yep well everybody appreciate you guys listening to believe in miami heat presented by betonline.ag uh Remember, subscribe, rate, and review. If you like this episode, which I know you did, because how could you not? Let us know and give us more ideas. Like, what do you want us to talk about? We want to hear what you, we want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. So let us know in the comments. You could tweet at me at Joseph R11 on Twitter. And um, we'll be back next week with our normal, you know, post deadline. We'll see what happens with the heat, but we'll be back uh, next week. And until then, Norris, why don't you go ahead and take the people out?
0: Heat Nation, another episode talking about all things Heat basketball. Make sure you join us again next week. And remember, 27 straight today, the anniversary, 66-16, and 16, our record. One of the best iconic moments, the Harlem Shake. The 2012-2013 two, the Miami Heat season, one of the best seasons ever, one of the best teams ever. If you want to argue about it, there's no argument. Have a good day.